that was scary for them, wasn't it? Could you, did did they look scared? Yeah. Dude, man, they look so scared. I think that just came out this week. Um, I don't think it's hit the airwaves yet, um, especially in Spanish or whatever. They're, I think it's Spanish, yes, right? Yes, so um, it could have been Portuguese or an offhand form of Latin where they they learned Spanish when they were younger. <laughs> we are. Um, Let's start this. Last week we talked about um, why we share the gospel. What what was the main reason? Why do we share the gospel? Does anybody remember? And yeah, that's the second point. The main reason is because God blank it. God deserves it. He deserves the worship of everybody. <laughs> scary when you put a blank in there. Y'all just shouting out things. <laughs> can get bad. Um, so God deserves it. That's why we, we share. Why else do we share? Because what is real? God is real. That's why. <laughs> Heaven is real and hell is real. Good. I'm so glad that's really impacted your life. I'm going to go apply at gate gas station as soon as I'm done. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Tonight we're talking about dealing with fear, okay? Did, did those, those guys and girls were, were scared. It, they must have really made like some bass go on where that thing shook. And, and what I like is when it gets done, you're like, ooh, that was pretty intense. And then all of a sudden it does a night, night vision because it's all dark. And they're like, Mila, 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 or whatever she's saying. I just thought that was, I just laughed at their fear. That was just so not nice. There, there's a lot of types of fear. We've, we get fear like that, a fear of death, fear that we're going to, an asteroid will hit and take out the city. There, there, there's fears of, um, we, uh, some of you may have a fear that you will fail school and you'll be in the 10th grade for the rest of your life. Some of you may have fear that um, if I ask this girl out, she will say no and, and uh, I'll be rejected among my peers. And We have all sorts of fears, right? Yes? You have fear like, man, I'm worried like tomorrow, am I going to enjoy my lunch? You know, we have dumb fears too. Now, <clears throat> there's one fear we're going to talk about tonight and I call it, a gospel fear. Okay, this is Dan's term. No one else really will use it. This is just something. But it's and it's 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 different than any other. And let me explain why. Have you ever are 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 argued with someone before in, in, in your life? Okay, now Keith is like the best at this. Keith will do it. Keith is just bored, and you'll say something, and Keith will want to want to just say the opposite, just to just to see if you can out de- debate him. Well, a lot of times we hear something like like you'll hear stuff like, um, "Oh, my, my, Miley's not that that bad. She's not that bad of a role model." And you'll be like, "What? What are you talking about? She's not bad." Okay, well, at least that's what I would say. So hopefully you all would lean that way. Um, or what if you heard some somebody say? Justin Bieber's the best singer ever of all time. See, you've got one group that would be like, Woo! and the other guy's going, Poof, what are you talking about? I mean, you know, we're like, no way. And, did, hey, let me a- ask you this. Hey, wait, wait. It's easy to fight about those things, but what about when someone talks about God or something and we... It, and, and we or we get caught and we don't know if we can say anything or not. I mean, they, they start as someone that you've seen at, at church, and they act like that camp man. God did it. They change their their heart. They've been changed, and they, they go to school, and they're the same way that they've always been. And we go, 
do, do I say something? Why, why do we stop there? What's the fear? What's the, the fear that um, if we believe that heaven is real and hell is real, what's the fear that stops us from, from even just speaking up a little bit? Because we'll speak up to voice what we believe all the time. All the time about everything that we believe. Sports, your teams that you like. David, LSU, baby, they're winning all the way. Less, less, less miles. Oh, that's not good. Um, you know, we'll root for them all day long. But what about, do we speak out for God and speak up about his, his love for mankind? Because you will be mocked. That's, that's the fear. And you, they'll be like, what is wrong with you? Really? You believe that? So there's a fear, a gospel fear. So tonight, the message has one point. One point. Just get this one thing. That's all I'm at. I'm, I'm going to try not to speak too long, but just understand this one point because it's huge. Well, we're going to be in the, in the book of Acts, chapter 14. There's some, some, some Bibles on the edges that you can pass if you've got one already and share, look around. We'll have some of the words on the screen. Now, verses probably 1 through... Let me get there. Let me ask you all, who wrote the, the book of Acts? Paul did not write the book of Acts. Luke wrote the book of Acts. You got that. Good job. Luke wrote the book. The same Luke that wrote the book of? Yes. Okay. Very good. Who wrote the book of, of Rom, 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 Romans? Who wrote the book of Philemon? Who, who, Paul, who wrote the book of Philippians, Colossians, James? No, James wrote the book of James. Man. All right. I'm still trying to turn an Acts to where I was going to be. Acts chapter what? 14. One. God's number one. Okay. Now. I want you to see this. Paul and Barnabas are on their first missionary journey. Paul is going out, spreading the gospel, talking about it. And I want to, we're not going to read through this verse by verse, but I'm just going to explain from, from verses, uh, verse, verses, verse 1 through verse 18. I'm just going to talk through what occurs in text because there's some very important things. But on your own time, read this text. This is full of some huge, huge stuff, just some truth of God and um, just an amazing story of a man of God. But let me start off. Verse 1, we learned as Paul, that he is sharing the gospel. The gospel is this, that Jesus Christ is the Messiah who came for all that we sin and we, we, we cannot get to God on our own and God sent his son who lived a life without sin and he, he died on a cross and when he was dying on the cross God took the sins of mankind placed them on his son and the sinless son became sin as a substitute to pay for our sins that's what he's sharing in his own way that's what he does in verse 1 it says that many believed Okay, so he is sharing and many believed verse 2 some didn't like it. And so they began um, to talk to the crowd about going against them. They, they try to get the crowd on their side. They don't like it. Verse 3, Paul knows that some don't like it. Paul knows that they're speaking against him. And it says this, Paul doesn't hightail and leave. It says in verse 3 that they stayed a long time and speak. they spoke boldly. 
Okay? So Paul knows that there's a crowd against them, and he stays a long time still, and he's still going to speak and be bold with the gospel. Paul, you talk about being a man. I've chatted with some guys about, you know, and you, y'all have all heard it before. Have you, you, you're going to lose your man card if you, uh, I don't know if you do this or that, right? Do y'all still say that sometimes? Well, no, probably not. Paul had all the man card of man card. He was just like, dude, he was it. He was bold. Look at what occurs here in verse 5 through 7. Some, pe- some, pe- some of the crowd planned to mistreat and stone them, okay? So they decide at that point they're about to be stoned and beaten and all that. They go, okay, we'll probably go ahead and leave now. And they flee to Lystra and Derby. Now, I want you to look at the... There's a map there, Noel. You see it right above the verses. Where we're talking about, just to let you know, this is historical stuff. It's in modern-day Tur- Turkey. They were here... It's, ooh, ooh, wow, it's a t- touch screen. Okay. Um, they, they were here, and then they went to Lystra, which is A... Derby, which is B. Okay, so that's sort of where 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 they're at um, in this time. So they they flee, and though they've been under threat of being beaten up and killed, it says in verse seven, and there they continue to preach the gospel. Okay, Paul is all about the gospel. You'll, you'll see it. And read the book. The book of Acts is amazing. They're all amazing books. But it's amazing what goes on here. Now, so they flee to the city called Lystra. Look at verse 8 through 10. They heal a guy who is crippled. This guy was listening intently to Paul. Paul saw that he was a man of faith who believed just because he, he could tell he's Paul. Okay, and God was doing uh, work on him. He sees it and he says, man, rise up and be healed and the man is healed. That's what we see verse 8 through 10. The crowd sees this in verses 11 through 14 and go, and they, they go, oh, oh, the gods are walking among us. They just saw Paul heal this man. So they go, this guy, Paul, must be the god Herm, 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 Hermes, who is the messenger god, and the guy with them must be Zeus, and they're walking amongst us. So they're beginning to take cows and bulls and things and sacrifice them in honor of the gods that are walking around them. What do you think Paul thought of that? They flipped out. They flipped out. Paul's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. And so in verse 15, you see, we're going this awful quick, but I, I want you to see this. Verse 15, they shout, shout out, come on, guys. And it says they tear their clothes because they're so upset that these guys have just missed it. That an act of God has gone on and they've just missed it and gone back with their, their pagan ways. And so they, they, it says, verse 14, they tear their clothes. Verse 15 says this, men, why are you doing these things? We also are men of like nature with you and we bring you good news. Paul is all about bringing the good news. That is all Paul is about. And he goes on to, to, to say this, that you should turn from these vain things, these stupid things. At that time, it was the gods that they, they put their faith in and trust in and pray, pray to that were not real. And do, do you know what? You can relate to that nowadays because there are gods, there are things in, in your life that you put your faith in. Facebook is, can be a god, is a god for some of you in this room. The, Internet is a God. Some friends, because you want to be in, in that crowd, they become your God. Going to the par- party to fit in, that's become your God. He's saying, why do you run after these vain things, these stupid things? Because I want to talk to you about the living God. 
There's a living God. And so he's, he's, he's sharing with them. He begins to speak it. And even when all that was said, the crowd's still like, well, we've got to sacrifice some bulls for these guys because they're gods. And so they totally miss it. Verse 18, they totally miss it. Now, verse 19, this is where we're going to really read the text together because I want you to see this part. Are you with me? This means yes. This means no. This means you are digging hard for something that's bothering you. Okay. I did see that in the crowd. Um, Verse 19, it says, But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. Now, these were two of the last towns Paul had come from. Some Jews came from there because they did not like what Paul was doing because Paul had shared and many had believed, so they no longer followed some of the religious leaders. So these guys are going, man, we got to take this guy out. So they get the crowd to go against him. The same crowd that just saw them do heal a man and heard him preach to them, and it says that they stoned Paul. Now that wasn't, they didn't give him a joint. Everybody understands that. It's a, it's a rock. Heavy rocks. They threw at him until he, he was out cold, and they, they did it enough times that they thought that he was dead. So blood must be oozing from everywhere. And, and, and they're not even, they treat him like a dog. They don't even go, well, let's bury this guy. They drag him outside the gate and leave him outside the city. Now, can I tell you this, Paul? Um, did Paul have fear at this point? No, no. Paul, Paul, Paul has what I would call gospel courage. There's there's courage where we'll speak up for things because that's not right or something that I believe in. But there's something. There's another. Something else we must believe, really believe, before we're going to have gospel courage, where we're going to speak up because, man, I want them to know about God. I want them to know what God's done in my life. I want them to know of God's love for them and that God can change them. And the the vain things of this world, there's something better, and it's a, a living God. So Paul, at this point, has been stoned with... And just. That sounds wrong. He's been hit with rocks in the head. He's been dragged outside the gate. He's left there. They think he's dead. Verse 20, the disciples, some of them that, that are there, gather around him. I wonder what the scene was like. They're probably like, oh, dead gum. I mean, I don't, it was probably just a bad scene. What they're thinking, they're probably supposing he's dead too. And it says at this point, Paul rose up and entered the city. Okay, so Paul, thinking he was dead, gets up probably looks like a mess and he goes back into the place that he came from place that he was just stoned and supposedly killed man of great faith and then it says on the next day he went out with Barnabas to Derby that was a town 40 miles away the next day after he's been stoned left for dead he walks 40 miles to the next town and do you know what he he went there to do preach the gospel that's, that's all that Paul was about. He stayed there for a long time. Many believed. And then he sort of went back to the towns that he had, he, he had, he had come from. He continued to preach. He would str- strengthen and e- encourage those who had put their, their faith in Christ. And he, he kept on 
for the rest of his life. You know, Paul went through much more than this. This isn't much of what Paul went through. Um, we, 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 we hear in some of his last days that Paul was in Rome uh, and uh, his last years, and he wrote a lot of the letters when he was uh, imprisoned in Rome. He actually had a, a Roman guard attached to him, um, almost chained to him, which he would pre- preach to all the time. And it, it his or church tradition says that that many of his guards put their faith in Christ because of what they saw in Paul being a great man. Do you know what occurred? Paul preached for the rest of his life. Do you know that at the end of his life, they believe he was released from jail at some point. He went to a another um, town and, and, and preached. At that point, he was taken back to Rome and he was killed with a sword. Chopped off his head. And Paul died. Paul wrote so many books that we read. And I, there, there's something about this. Now, let me share this about Paul. I've, I've told you the story. Um, but how does Paul keep getting back up again? Faith in God. Can I, can, can I ask, you know, how does Paul speak about Christ at every chance he gets? He has no fear. Well, why does he have no fear? That's true. How does he keep... Do, can I ask you all this? Don't raise your hand. This is what we call hypothetical. Do you have your... Do you believe in God? Do you have faith in God? Then what keeps you from it? They go, well, he loved Jesus. Why? Well, I would bet many of you sincerely do love him. I really think, but in sharing your faith and getting it out, it, it, it gets caught. Not like me or a stutter, but it could be sort of like that. You could feel that way. <clears throat> I want you to remember, or, and this is, this is, this is the, the one point, the one point, and we're going to hit it just a couple times, same point, it's this. Paul believed that Jesus was who he said he was. Paul believed that Jesus was who he said he was. Jesus said that he was the Son of God. Jesus said he was the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And Paul believed it. Not that, not this, yeah, yeah, I believe it. Man, he believed it. You see it, he, he gets back up again and again. Paul's the same guy in Acts 8 and 9 that we see as a guy named Saul who persecutes those of the way. You, you know the... The people who were of the way, you know what they were? Christians. That's they were they were of the way. That means the way was through Christ. I'm the, the way, the truth, the life. They got called the way at times. And Paul w- was there when Stephen, the first mar- mar- martyr, was killed, affirming the fact that he was was being killed. Paul helped drag them out and put them in jail. Paul was going on the road to Damascus. Because he wanted a decree was about to be signed so that they could go drag every Christian out of that town and take them and put them in jail or kill them. That's what Paul was going to do when Jesus appeared to him on the road. And said, Paul, Paul, he said, Saul, why are you persecuting me? At that point, Saul changes his name to Paul and we see a totally transformed life. He's not the same man. He's different. What What changed? There's only one thing that changed. 
Paul was the guy who was against God. God came in, into his life, and Paul, for the rest of his life, was for him in ways that we, we find hard to even grasp. It just makes no sense. But Paul believed that Jesus was. He was convinced, and his job was to convince the rest of the world as best as he could, that Jesus is who he said he was. Now, who, who, who's, who's heard of the four books of the Bible called the Gospels? Yes, most of us have the first four books. There's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and who wrote the, the book of Luke? Y'all remember. In Acts? Okay, Luke. Okay. Um, it talks about a lot in, in, in these books. It talks about Jesus, how he lived and what he taught and what he believed. It, it taught how he loved. It taught about his disciples. It taught about his death and his resurrection on the cross. Um, do y'all can anybody here name off the 12 disciples I couldn't either it's alright but there's a couple named James and there's a John and a Peter and a Matthew and Barnabas and Thaddeus and Andrew and Simon the Zealot and so I'm, I'm, there's a bunch of them. It talks all about them. Now there was one Judas. Now he killed he 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 killed himself when Jesus was arrested. He 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 was sort of the the fallen disciple. And we eternally really don't know what has occurred to him, but it doesn't look good. Okay, he 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 was there, but he never got he never got it. He never understood. But it talks about the rest of these guys. And you know what? When Jesus died on the cross, were these men fighting for him? Were, were they going, hey, hey, no, don't mess with him. He's, he is God. Don't mess with Is that what occurred when Jesus was arrested? Did they fight for him? They didn't fight for him. They ran... Um, a lot like how we feel a lot of times when 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 we talk about this, they they, they ran with their tails between their legs and hid and were scared. And and after they hid amongst themselves for a while, going, I didn't expect this. This isn't what we 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 signed up for. Some of them went back to their old life. They'd been with him for three years. They had believed he was something. They'd seen him do amazing things that no man could ever do. And they freaked out. We see him freak out. But then something occurs. And that's when they're in the upper room and Jesus appears to them. And then we see in the start of Acts, these guys that were scared, that were timid, that would not speak up, they were, they were like ready to give up. We see them bold about their faith. We see Peter, an ordinary man, speaking... I just wish one day I could preach the way he does in Acts 2. He just, he just lays out there in an amazing way. And they do this for the rest of their lives. These 11 men do this for the rest of their lives. Why? What happened to the 11 men that were, were scared to death and um, from the death on the cross to Acts 2? The truth is this. They believed Jesus was who he said he was. Point number one. You know, each one of, of these guys, um, history, um, some of it's sort of mixed in, so it's, this is not all fact, but they are pretty sure most of them died in, in one of two ways. They've got it, it's pretty close for most of them. Andrew was crucified. 
at the end of his life after he had preached. And these guys went, these guys like went to Britain, India, uh, Ethiopia, Asia. They, they went all around for the rest of their lives preaching the gospel. That's what they did. James, son of Zebedee, was beheaded by a sword. We see that in Acts 12, 1, 1 and 2. Um, Philip was cru- crucified. Some believe he was also crucified upside down. Bartholomew was crucified as well. Thomas, doubting Thomas, was killed with a spear um, in India. And they say that he was actually, um, with some pine spears, he was nailed up against a wall and burned alive. Okay. Matthew was killed by the sword, chopped his head off. James, son of Alphaeus, was crucified. Thaddeus was killed with arrows. Simon the Zealot was crucified. Peter, good old Peter, was crucified upside down because he didn't want to be killed the same way that his Lord had been because he was not worthy to be. John... Son of Zebedee was on exile at Patmos. It's believed for 20 to 30 years, a very barren, rocky island in his old age. But in in that time, God was with him, and he wrote some of the books that you read even right now in your, your Bible. It's believed he was let go, and he died of old age in Ephesus, what they believe. He was the, the only one that did not really die a horrific death. <clears throat> question, how do you live or how do you die like that? And there's only one way. They knew Jesus was who he said he was. And their job was to convince everybody else about it. And, you know, there's a a Josh McDowell, he writes about some of this of what I, I shared with you. And some people go, well, that's just, all that stuff's just a lie. You know, those guys, it was just a, a hoax. They were just trying to make up and let the gag go for a long time. Eleven guys aren't going to hold on for that long, and one of, them, one of them won't break. Four of them will break. Ten of them will break in time. They're not going to take the hoax for that long. These guys believe something that made them live a life that was incredible for Christ. So for you today, here now, how do you have the courage... Because, I mean, I understand there's a gospel fear that's real. I understand completely. You don't understand how many times Satan or just this voice in my head is probably just me that says this. Oh, you don't want to share. You don't want to speak up with them. You're going to, like, stutter. And they're going to think you're just, like, a freak. And then you're really going to mess it up. And then they'll never come to God. You know how many times that voice has said that to me? When I've gone, oh, I really need to say, say something. And there's a gospel fear of, oh, I can't do it. But if I really believe, and I believe it, that Jesus is who he said he was, that changes everything. It changed everything for them, and it should change everything for us. We're going to be talking about how to get the words out and just a sentence or two of what to say. What to say about God. What to say about sin. And our goals, and we'll start this probably in two weeks, but our goals is just going to go, hey, you know what, just go talk about this this week to somebody. And then just go talk about this this week to somebody. And some, many, will mock you. And First Corinthians one eighteen says this, For the word of the cross, 
is foolish to those who are per- 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 perishing. Let me let me get the whole verse. I've only got part part of it. Corinthians one eight, First Corinthians one eighteen. For the word of the cross, speaking about the cross, is folly or foolish to those who are dying, but to us who are being saved, it is the the power of God. Some people will will hear this and go, "Ah, oh, you're just a fool, sucker. You believe that? And your job isn't going. It's not your fault." Your job's not going to be to convince them or to twist their arm. You just, just like Paul had crowds go against them all the time, you just keep on, I want to find someone to talk to about this. I want to end with this verse here, and it's in the book of Romans 1. And Paul wrote this. And he says this, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for I'm not ashamed. And my hope for my life and for your life is that we will not be ashamed. And the way to not be ashamed is to believe that Jesus is who he said he said He is. He's the Son of God. He's the Messiah, the Savior of the world. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much for tonight. Chance just to talk about your word in, in Acts 14 in the life of Paul. And Lord, I thank you for Paul's life. And um, though he was a man who w- was fallen and... And, and, and struggled, he still did a lot right, Lord. And help us, each one of us, take the opportunity that when fear grips us, gospel fear grips us, that your gospel courage will rise, that we will just trust you, that we will seek you, that we will honor you. And in doing so, we will love you, and we will love them, whoever we speak to. Lord, bless the hearts of each one here. And Lord, help them not sleep tonight if you're doing a work in them, that they need to get this and they've not got it yet. But Lord, prepare the hearts of those that we talk to. And may we just talk about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all have a great week. Sign up for small groups if you haven't. And uh, see you at the polls in two weeks, not next week.